Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to the DTTS Podcast, man. Today we are talking about the holiday season and finding joy in Christmas. Yeah, I said Christmas, not Christmas. Man, shout out to Jonas too. He can't be with us today, but make sure y'all stay tuned. We are getting into it. Like we said today, guys, we're going to be talking about finding hope throughout the holidays, focusing on Christ's must. So today we're going to be talking about that topic. We're going to dive into Luke chapter two. That's where the body of our text comes from. Let's talk about really, I guess you say the Christmas story. Talk about the story of Christ, his birth. Dive into that. Provide hope for y'all. My name is David Graham. Jordan Roberts. My name is Miles Cutter. Afwan Oyahire. And you're listening to DTTS. Let's get it. So we also want to start off and saying like a quick disclaimer. We know that Jesus was not actually born December 25th, right? It's not actually Christmas, like that day that Jesus was born. And some people say it's around September, but, you know, we got to remember that the focus is on him, strictly on him, Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so Luke chapter two, right? We start off and we see that there is this set the stage of the world the current world that jesus is born into right we see mm -hmm. that there's a decree going out from caesar augustus saying that everybody should be taxed right and let's talk about the world that jesus was born into yeah like what kind of world was it like what kind of world are we living in yeah that's a very very um important thing to look into and it's very nuanced i'm pulling up the little uh <laughs> our panels right now so i can go ahead and look at it really quickly my fault my phone um but yeah, this world was broken. It's full of sin. It's full of injustice. Um, and that comes from Adam's sin. Mm. Um, Romans 5, 12 through 16. I'm about to turn to that really quickly. Says, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone for everyone's sin. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Mm. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who has yet to come, who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, and we're not, we haven't gotten into Jesus yet, but that really shows the conditions of the world. The yeah. world was sinful. The law was there. And due to the law being shown to the people, like people were sinning all the time. And mm. it was almost like there was no remedy for this sin. So Jesus had to be sent. And this was prophesied in Micah 5 and 2. Let me find Micah 5 and 2 really quickly. Uh, my fault, y'all. All right, yeah, Micah 5 and 2. It says right here, But you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf mm. so it's saying that he had to be born in bethlehem and the fact that caesar augustus put out the um decree that people had to be counted it had to be a census going on right, right. fulfills the prophecy of jesus being born in bethlehem mm -hmm. um the census brought jesus to bethlehem temporarily um because joseph um they had to travel 80 miles to get to bethlehem but it wasn't uh, no purpose behind that. Yeah. It was fulfilling the prophecy that was said in Micah five and two. So right, yeah. So like, yeah, the yeah. the world at that time is. We look at our world right now. 
brokenness. Yeah, I was just about to say the world Jesus was born into then is not that much different from the world we live in now. Yeah, no hope, a lot of sinning, just curse. People just living their lives without being filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, right? And so that's why this message is so important because it's a message of hope. It is somebody's why. It gives you a greater vision, a greater outlook on life itself, right? Because you're looking into a world that's like just full of injustice. It's corrupt, broken. You know, back to the garden was the only time it's been perfect. And then sin came into the world. And now here comes Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Christ means anointed one. So here comes Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior. That's going to take that's going to take away all the sins of the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. And make what was wrong right make what was broken new yeah right and this is a gift from god too this it is, is a gift from god, gift from god. Yeah. and also like i think people don't realize that this problem like the birth of jesus and um the prophecy of jesus go all the way back to genesis like these people these jews they were under authority they were under the authority of the romans mm-hmm. so they felt like they was being mistreated they felt like they were being misused and the only hope they had was christ so it was like the, the first prophecy of Jesus is in Genesis 3. All the way in Genesis when Adam first sinned. Um, in Genesis 3, verses 15, it says, I will put hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring, referring to Jesus because he's human. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. So, like, these people had to hold on to this thing for 1,500 years. Mm. 1,500 years of waiting and hoping for the one who's going to strike the heel of the serpent. So, mm. it's, not, it's not just no small thing, but this is a big thing today. big thing yeah and, and, and you know like miles was saying because of that census that came the prophecy in itself was fulfilled because you know joseph and mary had to head to bethlehem mm-hmm. and the thing about it was like miles said 80 miles imagine 80 miles on a donkey right yeah like let's talk about obedience for a second like just being obedient like heading over to bethlehem from nazareth it may not have looked convenient but it shows the point that your obedience is linked to a bigger picture. You know what I mean? There's other things that are being put in motion that you just need to abide in what God's saying, what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Just be obedient because there's this bigger picture that's unfolding. Yeah. Do you, maybe Joseph didn't know that that was a prophecy that was going to be fulfilled, right? Yeah. He was just living his life in obedience, submission to God. Yeah. So this raises the question of why Jesus' birth matters to us even right now, yeah, I think. Because, like, back then he was going into a sinful world. And you could put it into the context of back then, but how does that apply to today, mm. to, to y'all? Why does mm. Jesus' birth matter to y'all? Because I feel like Christmas, like, when it's, when it's Christ-centered, it's truly focused on hope. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it matters to us because it gives us hope. Um, so that takes me to Isaiah. Um, wait, hold on. That takes me to Isaiah 53. Yeah. It says, um, he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest griefs. We turned our backs on him and despised him, and we did not care. Yet it was our weaknesses he cared. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. Mm. And then I'm going to skip down a little bit, and then it say, when he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experiences, my righteous servants will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. So it matters because this one man came and bared all my sins. Mm. It was my transgressions that hold him down. It was my problems that he carried. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it means a lot to me because without him, Mm -hmm. I would have no hope. No hope. Exactly. And there's a lot of people um, 
who are probably listening to this and feeling hopeless. Yeah. And the thing about Christmas is if we look at it and we take, take it as the world says, it'll only keep that spiral of hopelessness going. Christ is hope. Jesus Christ is our hope. And when we look at Christmas, the central focus needs to be Christ because if you get caught up in like the, the gift giving and unwrapping, there's constantly all these barriers that can just block your hope. Yeah. I'll say um even yesterday going to the revival went to at Cornerstone, he said a lot of people are focusing on presence rather than the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And the birth of Jesus, especially this time of year, is really a time where we should really hone in on seeking his presence. Yeah. His presence is where we get hope. So we get peace, joy, all these things that are with us forever because yeah. of the birth of Jesus and because that birth revealed to us the truth. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the fact that we do have this holiday, like we do have this time of the year where we commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ, I think it should serve as like a yearly reminder. I mean, it doesn't have to stop here. We need to be constantly, constantly be reminded of God's gift to the earth. Yeah. But I really think having this time set aside for the purpose of um, commemorating and reminding us of what God did for us to send his son, Jesus Christ, I think is a great reminder that we have year, like once a year. Yeah, bro. For, so the world can see. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And I think <laughs> the fact that we do have this holiday every year and like it's starting to take on this more carnal's perspective is not good for the sanctity mm-hmm. of the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it should serve as a Christly reminder, not a um, a consumerism reminder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Like I feel like when you truly reflect on it, like not just on Christmas time, but throughout the year, it kind of just develops a sense of gratitude in you. Like it kind of make you just be remembered of God's grace and His mm-hmm. love for you and how, His faithfulness. Because Isaiah and all these prophecies, they were over 500 years old. Like mm. um, Scholars believe that Isaiah was 700 years before um, Christ was even born. Yeah. So, like, reflecting on it and being like, God, you're faithful. It can help in your situation yeah. now. Like, if anybody st- got a word from God and it hasn't come to pass in the time frame that you expected it to, just look back to this. Like, God is patient, but he's also faithful. He will not lie. Even if it takes him a couple thousand years or a couple hundred of years, in your lifetime, he will get it done. He'll get it done. If he did, if he spoke to you and told you that. Right. And one thing, too, is like, as Joseph and Mary, they traveled to Bethlehem. When they got there, it came time for her to give birth, right? Mm-hmm. The Bible says in Luke 2, verse 7, And she gave birth to her firstborn son, Jesus, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, mm-hmm. because there was no place for them in the inn. Mm-hmm. And I think that this inn is sometimes, like, if you look at it in the context of our hearts, maybe in that perspective, our hearts can get so filled up with the things of Christmas rather than Christ. Mm-hmm. And we ultimately find that there's no place in us for Christ because we're so caught up on the gifts. We're so caught up on what I'm getting, what I'm giving. Did I get this right? Does this set up right? Is this? But we have to allow there to be room in our in, in our hearts for Christ. Yeah. yeah. Because that end can be filled with so many other and the Bible t- it can be other people, other, other reservations, other bookings yeah. were made, mm-hmm. other animals were there. But in our hearts, what is taking the place where it should be Jesus? That's a good place to start. Mm. Yeah, bro. And I feel like that goes back to um, what Alphon was just saying, like the world tried to take the focus off Christ. It, um, Christmas has become more of a carnal thing. And I think during Christmas, it leads to room for people to compare themselves. Mm. It leads to different words coming in like oh they getting that they're getting that yeah they got their significant other that but i can't afford to get my significant other that so it leads it, le- it leads to a room for confusion and for the enemy to mm. play in your head but when you fully focus on christ the true gift is like it frees you from that. Frees it, it's, it does. It's, it's liberating because 
Christ came and gave me eternal life. He took away my sins. Mm. And so that should be the main focus rather than, oh, I don't like comparing myself to somebody else. Yeah, right. and I think what truly embodies a, a holy Christmas season is fully, fully, fully focusing on Christ. I just looked it up just now. Um, Christmas was originally a Christian festival celebrating the birth of Jesus um, back in, back there in, with the Roman Empire. Dang. Um, like it, it has origins back then. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. It's funny, um, but since the early 20th century, Christmas has been a secular family holiday observed by Christians and non-Christians alike, devoid of Christian elements and marked by an increasingly elaborate exchange of gifts. In this secular Christmas celebration, a mythical fi figure named Santa Claus plays a pivotal role. Wow. So it's funny, man. Like, it's crazy how, um, let me make sure I got that right with the Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Roman and other European festivals. Okay, good. So I want to make sure I got that right. But the origins was to celebrate Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And as we rolled into the 20th century, that's when it came, when that, that's when it took on that more carnal perspective. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Christians and non-Christians alike. And I think the fact that we've kind of gotten away from the original purpose of celebrating Christmas allows it to where less souls are being saved during this time of the year because mm -hmm. it's like we've taken our focus off of that. Like I'm saying, we, we especially with the westernization of Christianity, we're focusing more on consumerism. You know what I'm saying? Like we got Christmas trees and all that. I love Christmas trees. Don't get me wrong. We got Christmas trees in the church and all that. And it's like when the focus, it, I mean, you can still focus on Jesus in the midst of doing that, in the midst of these traditions that we created as an American society. Right. But whenever the main focus is, is it Jesus you're taking away the true essence of what Christmas yeah. season should be you know, yeah. other what the Christmas season should be the reason why I'm gonna get some background the reason why I'm so fascinated about it being celebrated in the Roman Empire because when Jesus was alive like um human wise like that's who authority like was over yeah. the Jews yeah. so yeah. it's like mm. man, it dated all the way back to then yes. so that kind of be like mm. yeah in the 4th century if, in the 4th century wow. that's crazy that yeah it, it's attributed to the date of December 25th and during the 4th century mm -hmm. yeah, like, so these are people who great great grandma was like yeah the Messiah came and like passed those stories along yep. so they can develop like right that, yep. and also like <laughs> I don't mean to sound crazy, but I just feel like Santa is just too close. Bro, to I'm saying no. Yeah. Well, two flip, two flip. Man. Yes, bro. Like, that, that's the enemy. Bro, like, that's got to. It's got yeah. to be. It's it's crazy. And it's like, look at how we how, look how we fantasize Santa Claus to be. I mean, obviously he's not real. I, I was told that when I was in fifth grade. Like, that's my dad. <laughs> I never believed in Santa. Claus. I, 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 I believe all the way to like eighth grade. Dang, day. you was a late bloomer with it. That's crazy. <laughs> I think I was scared of Santa. Angle. Nah, because they like he sees you when you're sleeping. He yeah. knows when you're awake. He knows. When you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> that's like that's, they're trying to put them in God's shoes yeah. almost, and that's so crazy. Like it's almost like we've we, we've gotten away from the true essence of Christmas through making it not about do not making it about Jesus, mm -hmm. and now we're over putting this other God like figure in his place yeah. to yeah. celebrate. And if it. you look at it, it's like be good so you can get gifts. Mm. That's like the underlying story. Be good so yeah. you can get gifts, but ultimately that's not a good enough like that's not a big enough why. Yes. Like why should I behave in proper way? I feel like that's why this substitute is so Carnival. insufficient because Jesus gives you the answer. Mm -hmm. Jesus gives you something that'll last. Man, look, if you're only good so one day a year you can get good gifts. Yeah. What about the other three hundred sixty four days? <laughs> I mean Our children yeah. are being taught right <laughs> with that. I feel like <laughs> Like people be comparing Oh I don't got this gift I don't got that gift I mean we all have the gift We have the gift of Jesus Yeah man. When you when you think about that Like that's Something to be grateful for We don't gotta be stressing Or worrying about Oh what they get Oh what that get Like comparison is a thief Of all joy We yeah, all have yeah, the gift man. of Jesus You shouldn't be Just living for Physical gifts Yeah you know? Because like Also Like 
these gifts are temporary, man. Yeah. yeah. Like eternity compared to like the right now, it's not even comparable, man. Like yeah. focus on the thing that can set your eternity up. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says that there were shepherds in the fields on the night that Jesus was born, keeping watch over their flock, right? Mm-hmm. And the Bible says the angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. Mm. Watch this verse 10, Luke chapter two. And the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. This mm-hmm. message is for you. Yeah. It is for everybody. This is the message of hope and it's good news that will give you great joy. And the thing about joy is that that's something that is long lasting. It's not temporary. Joy is not something that's taken away in a moment. Joy is enduring. Joy is found in every season. Mm -hmm. And that's what God wants to give you for the person who's holding on and trying to find hope, trying to find a reason to keep going. Good news of great joy. Mm -hmm. That is for you. It's for all people. Jesus is for you. And the question is, is there room in your heart? Is there room in your end to receive that? Mm-hmm. Don't fear. There are things in your life that are happening now and you're you're trying to find the answers to and, jo- and Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. There's fear. You're wondering where the provision is going to come from to get gifts and those kind of things. Maybe Jesus is saying, hey, I am the gift. This is what we got to focus on. I am the gift. Nice. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what Jesus says. What other gift is there that's greater than that? No gift, man. And no gift can bring you, like, this great joy. Like, that scripture you just said, like, I bring you good news of great joy. That would be for all people. Like, think about, like, the Jews. Mm. Like, Abraham wasn't the Christ that was prophesied. Moses wasn't the Christ. David wasn't the Christ. Like, they were all, like, pr- like versions of Christ. But they, but they yeah, wasn't, like... like they were- Precursors. Yeah, they were yeah. like precursors of Christ, but he wasn't the one that set them free. None of the people that came before them was the one that set them free. Yeah. But these angels that's coming in the glory of God is coming to these shepherds like, he's here, y'all, like, which I've been waiting for for mm-hmm. over thousands and thousands of years. He's here. Go tell people, like, yeah. for all people, for all people to come and all people right now, like, this is a, this is good news for us, man. Like, we should rejoice we rejoice in it. it. Yeah. And the message, 100%. the angels came to shepherds. What's significant about a shepherd? That's not the most glorified job or glorified role that you could be in. They came to shepherds. Mm-hmm. So wherever you yeah. are, wherever you find yourself and you're like, man, what I'm doing right now is pulling. Jesus meets you where he's, he, 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 this message is right for you, right where you are. Mm-hmm. Right for you, right where you are. Jesus meets you right where you are. Right where you are. Right where you are, man. The people was in their sins. They was in under authority of the Romans. Like he could have came. He could have, like, that just shows, like, the character of God, though. Yeah. Like, our God, he's just so meek and low. Like, it was nothing about him that was just like, oh, my. Like, he could have been born in a palace. He could have been born in a anywhere fabulous or marvelous. But because he is God, he don't need all that for his mm. glory to shine. His, his glory as a newborn baby outshines all the glories of the crowns, all the glory of purple robes and all that. Everything. That just shows you how meek and good mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and... Like, like the Bible says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Yeah. Savior. A Savior saves you from something. Jesus saves us from our sins. He saves us from that hopelessness. He saves you from yourself. Right. You know, and, and one of the big things about this season is it, it can become so self-focused to the point where you don't see the hope. You don't see the joy. You don't see the blessing of having people around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because just the holidays in general, it can kind of just eradicate your hope, yeah. man, because some people are alone, some people in the military, away from their family, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. people may have just lost their loved ones, and it's like, like they said yesterday um, at church, like, hope is the strongest emotion that a human being can feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't have hope, you don't got nothing. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy how... During the Christmas season, people be the most sad and the most depressed. It's like, mm-hmm. like we're shifting the focus. That shouldn't be that. Like we should mm-hmm. be coming to this season with the most hope, the most mm-hmm. joy, the most happiness because we have the good news of Jesus. And I think it's because like the priorities have shifted. Um, we keep on going back to this. I promise that's not like a broken record, but it's like <laughs> whenever the focus isn't on Jesus, that's bound to happen. You know what I'm saying? Whenever it's about you know what I'm saying Oh I ain't I, It's cuffing season I ain't got to match pajamas Or something like that Like whenever it's, The focus is in the wrong place Whenever you're worried about Buying gifts for people all the time And you're not focusing on You know making sure that you're Fully submitting to God You're reminded of his grace His love towards this earth mm-hmm. While we were yet sinners Christ died for us Whenever we were yet sinners Christ walked this earth To be the perfect example Of what we need to be As human beings You know what I'm saying And whenever we're not Constantly reminded of that we're we're bound to be sad. We're bound to not have any joy. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, man. Yeah. Because, and, oh, you, you go. Okay. No, you go. You got it. Because I just feel like the world, like we have, we're in spiritual warfare. Like we're in spiritual warfare against our flesh, the enemy, and just like the world in general. And so everything in the world is contrary to the word of God. So mm-hmm. it's gonna try to soak our emotions. It's gonna try to soak our faith, soak our hope away yeah. each and every day. And that story give us hope. And I know, like, life is tough sometimes, especially around the holiday. Like, you may be without a family. Yeah. And it just, like, seems like all hope is lost. But, like, I encourage you. Like, I know it's tough, but just look to Christ. Like, mm-hmm. look to Christ. Like, he'll give you the joy that you need. Yeah. Let me, um, so, now that we know, like, the world is trying to, trying to, like, almost shift the focus from Jesus. What are, let's give the listeners some practical advice. How do you focus on the hope that Jesus brings in this time of the season when, when we're distracted and sometimes that hope can be filled with other feelings how do you how do we do that i think that well i'll be real in my life i have struggled with this thing called anxiety fear and in essence what that does it eradicates hope mm-hmm. it's trapping you in the here and now when you're thinking of the future without hope and so what i found is that when i'm focused on myself when i'm focused on me when i'm focused on what is going on around me when I'm focused on everything of me and not keeping my eyes on Jesus, that's when I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. So practically, it's just when you call on God in your weakness, Jesus says that it's not going to be in your strength that you're going to do these things. It's going to be on my strength. Mm-hmm. You know, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right there in your weakness, if you'll just call on God, if you'll call on Jesus and just say, Lord, I need your help. Mm-hmm. That can be anything. I've struggled with anxiety, fear. I've been, I've been depressed. I've been there. You see what I'm saying? And the only thing that got me out of it, the only one who could save me is the Savior, is the King of Kings, is the Lord of Lords. That's him. He did it. So call on God. That's that's my answer. Yeah, call on God. And I really do think that is true. I think one of the main reasons why anxiety runs so rampant in our day and age with our generation, our people that we, you know, inhabit this earth with currently right now is because our focus is on the wrong, is on the wrong things. Our focus is on us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We're so self-centered. Our focus is on who we are around. Our focus is on what's going on, what's the latest happenings, what's going on in the world. And it's like the focus isn't on Christ. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can truly say, like how you said, the moments where I felt the most hopeless, the moments where I felt the most 
helpless, anxious, all the is all yeah. of those is whenever I haven't when I wasn't focusing on Jesus, whenever when I was when I wasn't focusing on his grace, when I was comparing myself to others, you know what I'm saying? Like godliness with contentment is great game. Yeah. And it's like when I'm not focusing on the benefits of being godly, when I'm not focusing on when I'm not focusing on the benefits that come with me fully submitting my life to Jesus Christ and putting all my hope and faith in him, mm-hmm. that's when I felt the most anxious. That's when I felt the most insecure in myself because I'm so uh, I'm so focused on comparing myself to other people, you yeah. know what I'm saying, looking around me, looking around the world in a carnal perspective. But whenever mm-hmm. I see the world through God's eyes, whenever I really allow the Holy Spirit to operate in me and see the world from a different perspective, that's when I felt the least anxious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree with you, bro. Like, um, this summer, like I was going through a little stint where I was just anxious for no reason. Man. I was like, what's going on? And I remember, I think it was Matthew 6, like, do not worry about tomorrow. Bruh, That's in Matthew 6, I was 6, about right? to touch that, bro. Like, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. I read that every morning. Before I text anybody, before I got out of bed, I read that, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own care. Like, I read that every morning. Mm, and it, like, mm, it cured me for anxiety. I know the subheading was, like, the cure for anxiety. And I read that junk every morning for those for the um, rest of the summer, and it really helped mm, me. Yeah, yeah. But something like, to go back practically to what you were saying, I feel like we're in college, um, and like we like we do these different majors and stuff. And college just throwing all these different ideas at you. We got like evolution. We got like you know what I'm saying. Like just very controversial mm-hmm. ideas. Try to get, take your focus off Christ. And I know sometimes like psychology this year, I was like, dang, like y'all telling me like it, I'm just talking to myself. I ain't talking to God. It kind of make you feel like you're crazy. But that way you gotta like what David said. Focus on God. Mm-hmm. Focus mm-hmm. on Jesus. Focus on what you know. Think back to what He did for you to be like, oh. That couldn't have been me Or that couldn't have been Chance yeah. That was God So I think just remembering Who he is Yeah You, you gotta keep your eyes on him For sure Yeah um, Just to wrap it up Just In those times of despair Call in the name of Jesus Whether yeah. that be through prayer Reading your Bible Gathering with friends <laughs> <laughs> Gathering with our friends and family Call in the name of Jesus Man there is hope in the name of Jesus There is yeah. and, and not just hope But there's also freedom You know what I mean Like the biggest, I, I truly believe that one of the biggest reasons why this is such a sad time of the year is because we're caught up in ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's nothing hopeful in the flesh. There's nothing hopeful in yourself. You can't save yourself. Mm-hmm. You right. can't do what God died, Jesus died to do for you. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Uh, right. You just can't. And no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you fight, you need someone who is able. Mm-hmm. You need the mighty one. Uh-huh. You need Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. There's some people out there who've just been trying it your own way, mm-hmm. trying to go at life your own way, trying to fight these Goliaths, trying to take it on head to head by yourself, mm-hmm. but still in the same place you were. Yeah. Mm. What would what would y'all say? Like, like what you just said. I think you just hit it on the arm here. Like, it's not just about hope, but it's freedom. Yeah. Like. A lot of the, the Jews, early Jews, they didn't believe in Christ. And a lot of Jews still don't believe that Jesus was the Christ because they was thinking that the Christ was talking about sending them free from a government mm. um, oppression. But in reality, he's talking about the oppression of sin. Christ came to set you free from your sins. Like, yeah. That's what you got to believe. It's freedom from the stronghold of sin, man. So just focus on that. Like. He, mm-hmm. he got you. He do. Yeah, because by his stripes, we are healed. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like, you know, you're healed from sickness. You know what I'm saying? We live in a sinful world, so we're still going to be struggling with sickness. Mm-hmm. And we can believe in Jesus Christ that he's going to free us from those things. But whenever we say by his stripes, we are healed, we are saying by his stripes, we are free from the transgressions of sin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sin doesn't, 
need to inhabit. Uh, sin doesn't need to be inhabited in us anymore. You know what I'm saying? I think Romans is one of the best uh, chapters of script, <laughs> chapters of scripture that really allow us to uh, one of the books of the Bible. I mean, that help us to remember this fact. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That yeah. sin doesn't have to be in us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and Romans eight. Says so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus, and because you belong to Him, uh, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do; He sent His own Son in a body like the bodies we sinners have, and in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving His Son as a sacrifice for our sins. Right. Yeah. Right. Facts. Wait, David, what was your question again? Basically, just asking like for the people who feel like there's no hope, right? Mm-hmm. And say you've been trying to do it your way, you've been trying to mm-hmm. figure this whole thing out your way, and nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I say something I'm still doing. I, you got to fully surrender yourself. Mm-hmm. Fully surrender yourself. Like, understand that if you rely on your own strength, you always fail. If you rely on your own might, you will fail. You fully give your past, present, and future to Jesus, he will sustain you. Mm-hmm. He, he, the Bible doesn't say we won't go through things like, but God says he'll be with us as we go through them. So just yeah. fully surrendering yourself to Jesus. Yeah, man. That's good. That's all you can do, man. Because like like all y'all keep saying, we can't do it by our own strength. Can't, bro. Like, every man has sinned and fell short of the glory of God. It don't matter how much, like, how hard you try. But let's say you're just trying so hard for something and you keep failing. It's like eventually you're going to lose hope. But what happened? Christ came and he gave us this hope that we don't even have to do it by our own strength anymore, man. Yeah, we hope. I think that's like the most beautiful part of Christmas in my opinion Um, and I think that should be a vast opinion to share by most believers and most people in the world the fact that we have this great gift in Jesus Christ you know what I'm saying so I guess I'm going to ask now why do you think it's important that the story of Jesus of Jesus' birth isn't read just one one time a year oh man if you only read Jesus' birth one time a year like the whole hope is in Jesus right and so that hope is placed on something that is not Jesus. It won't last. It won't stand. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I feel like I have to even remind myself that Jesus is alive. He came. He died. He lived a sinless life. And he resurrected. He, he's alive. Mm-hmm. And so reading the story allows me to take my mind off of the present, what I see in the world, mm-hmm. that there is still God. God is still here. God is still working. God is still moving. And because he's still working, still moving, I have purpose. Right. Yeah. Without this story, there's no hope. Mm-hmm. This is not just a regular birth of, like it's not just one of our births, right? It's not just a normal person. This mm-hmm. is this is Jesus. Right. And so if you only remind yourself of this one time a year, there's 364 more days, mm-hmm. 364 more challenges, mm-hmm. 364 more opportunities. Yeah. You're neglecting your spirit. Um, one thing that John Bevere said is that when you, when you don't eat, what does your body do? Not a true question, guy. <laughs> it's shut down like you're tired. Like, yeah. but your brain will, will like your stomach will start growling. You'll you'll know you're hungry when you stop reading the word of the word of God. Your spirit is silent. Mm. You won't know when you, if you read if you're only reading the birth of Jesus once a year, your spirit will go silent. That's mm. when that hope, the anxiety, the depression. Mm-hmm. That's when start that goes in. This is something that you can't read once a year. This is something we live every day. Mm. Yeah, and, and I agree with you because I know one thing that I've been trying to do in my spiritual life is kind of reflect on the cross more. Because I think if you reflect on the cross and you reflect on Jesus' birth like only one time of the year, those other days, man, you like you just said, like you're gonna your spirit's gonna get weak. You ain't gonna be able to like you're gonna mm-hmm. lose sight. Let's say some trials come, um, you're gonna be like, oh, 
Like, you're just going to be rampant. You're going to go on a rampage. You're going to be in so much anxiety. But if you just take the time to focus on the cross, Jesus, you died for me, but yeah. you also rose. If you take the time to think about the nativity story, God in the flesh, you died. Emmanuel, God with us, now yeah. have hope. You see what I'm saying? It just kind of sets you free from the attacks of the enemy, like anxiety mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Hey, I like that. Emmanuel, mm -hmm. God with us, God with you. Mm -hmm. God with you, maybe listening to this in a room by yourself, sad, mm. scrambling for hope. God with you. God with us as we're going through navigating finals, navigating college, navigating the future, the unknown. Unknown mm -hmm. can be scary. If we're honest, the unknown can be Man, scary. But this is the scary. thing. Ever since, before sin ever came into the world, God had a plan in motion. God is all-knowing. He knows everything. Mm -hmm. And there is a love that has no limits mm -hmm. in Christ. Yeah. And everybody, this is for everyone, everyone who's listening, everybody who has been searching for answers it's in christ christ invites you he says come unto me all you who are weary all you who are tired of every year looking the same all of you who are tired of the same old same old christmas traditions that leave you empty and are heavy laden you're weighed down by the life you're living mm -hmm. you're burdened come unto me and i will give you rest this is not just sleep at night this is talking about it could be that but it's talking about a peace in your soul that you've never known yeah. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding It's found in Christ Not in Christmas season but in Christ mm -hmm. Yeah Cause I give a story one time I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan And like I was reading this Kobe book And he was just talking about yeah I was getting up at 4am in the morning I would go to sleep for 45 minutes I would get back up at 6 I would work out 4 or 5 times a day And I'm thinking like okay then I'm gonna have to do this And then I, just, I opened up John I read that verse about Come to me all who are weary and I'll give you rest I was like okay I love you Kobe but I'm gonna go this way <laughs> I'm gonna go this way I need, I need rest like he, he rests your soul He yeah, give you yeah. rest for your soul man yeah. It's bigger than just Thriving and thriving and thriving, but come to your father, man. He, he care for you. Yeah, Absolutely. and I think most times we try to do things on our own. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that goes to what you're saying. Like I think the the, the one the moments that we're we're the most uh, the moments where we're the most tired are the moments when we try to do everything on our own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think fully leaning on Christ. Whatever that looks like for you in your own personal life, like fully leaning on Christ in those moments where you do feel like you're stressed out. I think that's when you get the most fulfillment out of life. That's when you're mo that's when you're the most royal rested. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like just putting your faith in Him. Um, that doesn't mean that you got to be lazy because I got a final coming up on Friday, and uh, we're recording this on Thursday. And I'm most definitely going to study after this. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna put my faith in Christ. I'm gonna just lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> but like, you know, faith without works is dead. But also, uh, when it comes to that, through me studying, I'm not going to stress because I know that when I put my faith fully in Christ, He's gonna. He's gonna his will is gonna be done no matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. his will being done is gonna prepare me for whatever is gonna come later on in life. So if I do make a good grade on this test, or if I don't, if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like God is still faithful. Because yeah. this situation that I'm in is gonna teach me something either way. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because God's will is perfect. And that's what I say every morning when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because when God's will is over you, whenever you're operating in God's will and God's will is over your life and you're fully trusting in that, that removes all thoughts of anxiety from it your does. mind, bro. It does. Like like it doesn't matter what I want. It's whatever God need, knows that I need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whenever I fully operate in God's will, whenever I pray that God's will be done. Those are the moments where I felt the least anxious. Absolutely. Yep. And for the person listening, just say it. It's bigger than me. Just yeah. say that. It is bigger than me. Acknowledge that this is bigger than you. Life is bigger than you. It's not It's not just about me. And that's the easiest trap the devil wants you to fall in. Yeah. 
It's like, oh man, it's about me. Mm-hmm. And once we get in the meat, now you got to hold everything up. Now you got to sustain everything up. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is a sustainer. He's a provider. He, he, God's been doing this for years, man. Yeah. yeah. We're alive for what? Maybe, maybe 90 years. God's been doing this since the beginning. And he is the beginning. <laughs> 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 for you. But you know what I'm saying? He's I, got this. Yeah. And I think you're right. He's does got this. He's and, I, and I think the moments when we feel the most anxious is when we're like, just so self-centered Whenever we're just focused on Me, 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 me I don't have this I don't have that I need this I'm not getting this From this situation Or from this person And it's like Whenever you're focused on Christ Whenever your mind is fully <laughs> It seems like we're just Being a broken record But like It's that Like it's that's, only that's one the answer point. That's like, the only answer We literally have the whole yeah. answer To the test And like we're just sitting here Going through this life Like worrying But it's like Your answer key is literally Right, right here. in front of you the answer key may not be what you like, but the answer key is what you need. Mm. And whenever you get what you need, you are truly living a life that's God honoring. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Amen. God works everything together, good or bad, for your good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whatever situation you're going through, it's going to work together for your good. It's bigger than us, it's bigger than your moment, it's bigger than your current state. It's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Mm. And in the end of this, the story in Luke chapter two, you see that people come and they come to the manger where Jesus is at, right? And the Bible says that all who heard it, they wondered and what the shepherds told them. They, they tell you, come, 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 come see. And Mary treasured all these things in her heart, pondering them, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hear God's word, receive the message and go spread it. Go Mm -hmm. tell somebody about this great hope. Mm Because the thing is, we need this message. There is a God-sized hole in our hearts, in our souls. There's a God-sized hole that can only be filled with him. Mm -hmm. Hearing, sharing. We got to share this and tell everybody. Tell tell your loved ones. No matter how many times you got to tell them, tell them, hey, look, this is about Jesus Christ. Let that be established. Whatever's going on in this house, Jesus is the focus. Yeah, That's, that's, that's good, bro. And like another thing about that, uh, about that verse, you know, mind me looking, it say, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Mm. Like, so that looked like for a believer, like the good news that we're hearing about Christ, that the angels, the glory of God coming to the shepherds. It's just like, put these in your heart. Yeah. Like when you ponder these things in your heart, when these tough times come, like you you can remember, oh, all things work together for the good. Yeah. You, you remember all these things, oh, my God is good, because you're pondering these things in your heart. So when it's yeah. time to use them, you 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 can use it, but that comes by filling yourself up with the Word. and yeah. and Because faith comes by hearing. So hear these things, but store them in your heart, because we live in a spiritual warfare, and our, bat- our um, sword is the Word of God. So make sure you ponder these things in your heart. Mm-hmm. Don't just hear these things, but keep them safe, because it's going to be a time where you need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was watching this message over the weekend um, by Billy Graham. It was called "Who Is Jesus." Um, have you ever seen that, bro? I love that message, bro. That message is great, bro. I was like, oh my goodness, it was just, it was, it was a message. It was a great message. Um, and I think one of the things that he was saying that stood out to me was that Jesus, like, was here. Two millenniums ago And we're still Talking about him mm, We yeah. still believe in him You know what I'm saying Like They thought that man Was a madman. They thought he was crazy They thought he was Mentally ill Because mm. Because of what He was proclaiming mm. And like It's crazy Like I'm not trying to be like Like uh, Blasphemous or anything But like Think if Like we were living In a day and age Where somebody was around here Talking about I'm the son of God Like Yeah 
like what will we say to them yeah. like what will we think about that like what would the world's reaction be to that mm. you know what I'm saying and just think put, put yourself in the shoes of people back then and seeing how something was just so miraculous something was so glorified you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. like that is how great God is that's yeah. how great Jesus is you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like and we're still talking about him in 2023 yeah, yeah. and that's just how great God is that's his glory being shown in this earth and I don't think there's any other answer there's no other option other than Jesus Christ on this earth you know what I'm saying the word of God is forever man it's not going nowhere 100% and Jesus is the word of God yeah Yeah. we became flesh we became flesh so full circle in the beginning was the word the word was God the word was God yes so bottom line like I think that's a good little point at the end right there ponder these things in your heart Let, let these things be true for you in your heart let this resonate, and if and if you don't know where to start, Luke chapter two. Read the Christmas. Read 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 the story of Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And through that, believe it. Not just believe it, but spread it. Yeah. Like this is such good news for all people. Yeah. That's his purpose for all people: red, brown, black, yellow, blue, yellow, orange, navy, <laughs> yellow blue, gray. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever you, whatever color. Mm-hmm. It's for all people. It's for everybody. Bro. All people. It's all nations. Jesus is for everybody. everybody. The, hey, despite what you've done too, don't let the devil go lie to you. Tell you, oh, you did this, you can't receive this. No, mm. no, yeah, that's not the truth. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. Yeah, so that ain't the truth. That's it. That's it. Hey, man. that's it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that's glad right. y'all were listening to this episode, man. I hope this episode was freeing to you guys. I hope you learned something about Jesus Christ today, and just you know, fully lean on Him. You know, what I'm saying like fully lean on Him, fully trust in Him. He is the only answer. Like literally, the answer key is laid out to us. <laughs> we all we have to do is just fully trust in it and believe that when we do believe that His will will be done in our lives, and we can fully lean on Him. Um, yeah, man, that's that's good. Does anybody want to pray us out? I got it. <laughs> I got it. If I want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. He just like he was doing the camera. It was like oh, yeah. <laughs> I had yeah. to make sure. I had to check yeah, the man, camera real quick. You got it, bro. But now, um, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. And thank you. Could we come to you today in gratitude? We thank you for the life of your son, Jesus. We pray that these words that you've given us to spoke today don't just come in our minds for 10 minutes or 20 minutes after we hear this or after we speak this, God. But we we pray that you allow us to ponder these things in our hearts. Help us to ponder your heart, Lord, and help our response to these words be hallelujah and amen. Mm. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That was great, man. That was great. Praise God. Be blessed. Um, be safe. Godspeed. Yep. Have yes, a sir. merry, merry Christmas. Merry yes, Christmas. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. My name is Miles. Jordan. David Graham. Off one or I hear it. Yes, sir. DTTS dot pod. Y'all listen to the DTTS podcast. Signing out. Let's go. We out. Ski.